0: Karma, we're starting. We have started, my friend, we're back. Welcome back to all the listeners. Great to be back podcasting with you, my friend. How
1: are you? I'm really good, Clayton, how are you?
0: I'm good, man. We've made it to, to February, um, which is crazy already, uh, but we've got so much happening. Um, we've got our Grill the Marker event next weekend, uh, next week on Thursday, which I'm super pumped about. It's gonna be great, hey?
1: can't wait um it's been a f- bit of a of a break between uh Grew the marketer events and a bit of a break between podcasts but you've been really busy you had a baby
0: i did have a baby i birthed a baby it's very exciting his name is jesse <laughs> he's a beautiful little boy he's six weeks old and he's doing great thank you thank you so much to everyone um and yeah i'm now a family of five which is which crazy, is
1: man. Nuts.
0: <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. So, he's, congrats. He's a,
1: That's pretty amazing. Yeah.
0: Thank you. He's big, too. He's really quite massive, um, which is funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're, we're rolling along. The sleep deprivation is real. And um, uh, yeah, we're loving it.
1: Yep. Shout out to all the parents out there. <laughs>
0: absolute big shout out big shout what about you you haven't had any babies but um no no i have not what have you been doing what have you been doing
1: i mean i guess i had a work baby um i have been accepted (laughs) onto the the AMIWA committee so um i did not birth that but it is something that i am now part of (laughs) what is
0: the AMI tell for people who don't know about the AMI give it a bit of a, a rundown
1: uh, it's the Australian Marketing Institute. Yep. So, of which I am a member, and um, I hold a CPM, which is a uh, post, no- post nominal for uh, that stands for Certified Practising Marketer. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're our kind of peak industry body here in Australia for for marketers. So get around it. They're also um, it partners has- on our Grill the Marketer event. So they are. Have you, you will had see some? Them.
0: Re- have you had meetings with them yet? Are you?
1: Are there big plans for this year, or are you still getting everything rolling? Well, it was only all um, uh, came in came about in the last couple of days. Um, we have our ah, first meeting sure. scheduled. So uh, after we've done that, um, I guess I will have more to share. But yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. How are your crazy dogs? I'm quiet at the moment. Excellent. Both asleep on each side of me, so hopefully we don't get any um, Amazon deliveries or anything and we'll be cool. (laughs) Podcasting Uh, with dogs. Good
0: stuff, good stuff. (laughs) Well, I'm going away for a couple of days, so uh, after we finish this, so that's going to be nice. We're going to Mandurah, just with my family. um, Fabulous. Which will be fun with my sister and the twins and our three kids, it's going to be Hilarious! There's going to be lots of baby cuddles, so that's nice. And mm. uh, how's your weekend looking?
1: Uh, well, today's Jared's birthday, nice. um, so we're sort of doing the festival of Jared. And what does that entail? Oh, you know, eating, drinking, being nice to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> it's his. It's a significant number birthday, so. Okay, well, so, congrats to Jared. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but dude, we got to get into some podcasting. Yeah, and some yeah, we have got so chat. much to talk
1: let's, about.
0: Let's get on with it. So yeah, quick quick shout out. Grill the Marketer, our event is next Thursday. We only have a few tickets left. We've got an amazing guest. His name is Seva and he is a TikTok fiend and a video creation, content creation uh, weapon. So we'll put the link in the show notes. Check it out. Come along if you're here in Perth with us. Um, it's our usual Henry Summer venue and it's going to be wonderful. Um, and let's get into our big hits. So, the Super Bowl is on Monday morning, Perth time. And a huge part of the Super Bowl is always the ads. And I really wanted to talk about the ads. I just spent, we just spent ages watching them and I wrote some notes and pulled out some ones that I want to chat about. Um, but, dude, did you get to watch some? What did you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean mostly like next. But there was a yeah, few okay. that kinda of took my fancy. So so you tell Go us for it. Let's Go see if it. they're the same the same few. Um yes. well I thought I thought Salesforce with um Matthew McConaughey was quite good. I liked okay. it took a real big swing at um Space Bro Billionaires and The Zucks. Mm, so I thought that was that was interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That
0: was that was that was really fun and interesting. I thought it was too vague though for me. I didn't understand what they were trying to say, or what they were trying to communicate about Salesforce, and that Salesforce was even a thing. So I didn't really think that was. I thought that was a bit weird, but I did love the the massive dig at um, the metaverse.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. Interesting from Salesforce because obviously they have a product that. Um You know, does social media scheduling and things like that so interesting. But um, and I also really love Matt McConaughey's voice. I would tend to agree that um, vague. That yeah. I mean, other than the point of it being, you know, fix the planet, um, make make things better here. Um, I don't really know how Salesforce really does that except for with, you know, for us. We should probably give. A little breakdown
0: of the ad, actually, before we um, before we give thoughts on it. So, what happens is it's Matthew McConaughey. Ma- McConaughey is in space, and then he's in a weather balloon, and he's kind of floating through the world. And there's f- and people are seeing him from their offices and stuff. Uh, it's kind of vague and weird. But yes, I did love some of the digs. At um, I-, I actually quite enjoyed as well writing like these little um, like just one sentence funny summaries of the ads so I'll try to say those okay while we yeah. uh, when you when you pick an ad so I've, I've written one for most of them okay cool so what was the next one
1: so there's a few heart stringy ones yeah um, that made me feel things so yes. Toyota with those with the blind brothers um, yes. that became Olympians that was that was a in the fields one for me um, yes
0: that just tell us what... Uh, what what, what is the oh, about? So um, just give me a quick rundown. A guy
1: has a, a, a... I mean, I'm sure, you know, people who follow sports more closely than I do might know who he is, but um, he had a dream to be, I don't know, some kind of skier and um, then had a... He's a kid. He was diagnosed yeah. with an eye disease. Pardon? He's a kid. It's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then he yeah. gets an eye disease, so he's sort of like his Olympic hopes are dashed, right? And then And then his brother you know trains him like like teaches him how to you know navigate a, a ski field um without really being able to see and then he wins a gold medal.
0: Yeah, so and it turns out to be the true story of the McKeever brothers who have won 10 Paralympic medals together, which is absolutely heartstring pulling and yeah, I gave it a 7 yeah. out of 10.
1: Ooh, heart, ooh, 7. Um so seven there was a few 10. other um heartstringy ones. Um, Probably the other most noticeable was Google Pixel's Lizzo
0: um,
1: campaign for people with, um, you know, black skin tone not being able to have decent photos taken of them. So highlighting the um, colour correction or, I don't know, colour capturing um, abilities of the Google Pixel camera to be able to show black skin. Yes, the um, tagline
0: was, everyone deserves to be seen as they truly are. I gave it a six and a half out of ten. I thought it was quite good.
1: Yeah. Um, now, the next two heartstringy ones are probably just me um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, because I'm a wuss. Uh, yep. But I really liked the Kia electric dog. Yes, yes. Like when he jumps and his battery goes flat, I'm like, oh, little guy, hope he makes it. Um, yes, so I, I, I summarised
0: that as cute robo dog chases cool-looking Kia SUV and I gave it a 6.5 out of 10.
1: Yeah, so I like that. And I think the only thing that that does as an ad is explains to you that your electric car can charge other things. And I didn't know that, so I think that that's a good ad. Um, yes, and the other one which we would have talked about anyway, mm. um, I think, is yep. on the dog theme. Um, yes, The meta ad?
0: So weird.
1: I wrote, so, okay, we're, talk- we're talking about our little notes. I wrote meta quest dog question mark what question mark? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is me. This is mine. Ready? This is my summary of the ad. Large fluffy singer dog gets made redundant by technology, finds the metaverse, finds old friends in the metaverse, is now happy again. Score, three, three out of ten. What the hell? What?
1: That's so weird. Okay, so I like, I like, obviously I'm a sucker for dogs. um, And I like the dog. And I thought, yeah, I felt connected to, you know, his pain of being, you know, in a terrible band and losing his job. Um, Yeah. And then, but the overall, it's for meta, right? For the metaverse, for MetaQuest. Which is apparently the
0: new name? No, so yeah, MetaQuest or MetaQuest is the new name for the Oculus
1: Quest. Oh, uh, right, right, right.
0: Right. So, I had to look that but, up.
1: Okay. Okay. Which is a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. that makes sense. I thought it was a game on the, on the. Sure. Headsets, but whatever. Yeah. It's the same, same. Um. Mm. So, what really stood out to me about that is, I thought that those things, those headset things, are yes. all about future and and cool i don't know advancement f- things <laughs> not about going back to your heyday when you were in a band in a diner yep. i found that really bizarre i think that's the whole problem with facebook is that it's you know a lot about your historic connections yep you know, going back and seeing what an ex is doing or what your high school friends are doing or whatever. Um, and, and I thought that that was really off brand for what they, for what I understand they're trying to do, which is move forward. Anyway, so I thought that was bizarre.
0: Completely agree. I thought it was weird, as it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah, no idea what was going on.
1: And would you give it a three? I gave it a three
0: out of 10. Yeah, bad, 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 bad.
1: And then there's three others that caught my attention. Yeah. Um, Out of the whole lot that I've watched so far, which is a lot. And I assume because the Super Bowl hasn't been on yet, there's going to be more. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the McKellib, um, uh, it's in a bowling alley. Yes. And there's all these famous people. Yes. And and it's for Michelob is a like a light beer, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and, th- and and everybody's doing their thing and being all, you know, competitive and stuff in their yes. little bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And then in walks Serena Williams. Yes. And so I wrote bad bitch walk <laughs> cuz <'Cause> she's <laughs> got a strut on. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, obviously that just changes the game because, well, I mean, no matter how good you are, you, 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 how good you think you are in your, like, little local bowling league, yeah, you're you're not Serena Williams. Yes. Um, and I don't know what that's got to do with beer or anything, but it did, I actually, I quite, I, I wrote down something about it, which many of them I just moved straight on. Yep. Um, The Doritos one. With wait, wait, the, wait, 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 slow down, slow down. Let
0: me, let me oh, comment. Because yep. I oh, yep. also... I bowled that one as well, so this was this is what happened. What I called it, uh, retro bowling alley vibes with mega stars playing each other with an awesome ELO song, and Serena Williams walks in at the end. Seven out of ten, so great, just awesome vibes, right? Because it's got a, again. I love ELO, so that just bam straight away, and we're talking yeah. like this is a stacked cast, right? Steve Buscemi, yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi, Peyton yeah. Manning, yeah. Um, Brooks Kepka. And then like other big American, um, uh, Butler, um, is it, I think it's Butler, the basketball, the NBA star. So everyone is stacked and it's just a cool vibe. It's a great song and I I just love it. It was sick. Seven out of 10. Yeah. Seven out of 10. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Seven. Yeah. Wow. So interestingly, they had two other ads for this brand.
0: They did. They were terrible. Yeah.
1: And they were just awful, awful, awful. And then this one just... Somehow just really pulled it all together. Yeah, it was great. Great fun. great. Just a cool vibe. Just a cool vibe. Yeah, it was cool. Okay, next. It made their product seem cool, even though it had, uh, you know, I don't know what it has to do with Serena Williams, but anyway. Um, The Doritos with the sloth, I thought that was so dumb that I actually laughed out loud.
0: So dumb. Agreed. So dumb. Excellent. Excellent. Yep, agreed.
1: Um, But just... Like funny. Just give it a quick summary. Like, thank give you for making summary. one of them funny enough to laugh at. Give it a quick summary. What what happens in the ad? Oh, so someone you know, a nature spotter or a researcher or whatever, has, climb, is, has climbed a tree, and yep. then dropped their hot Doritos on the ground <laughs> of the forest where <laughs> animals live that would not live together, like bears and. Um, it's very stylized. Yeah, animated. Bears kind of and thing. yeah, like yeah. crocodiles and don't live in the same place anyway and then they start you know the noises that you make when you eat a hot chip so one of them goes "Ah," and one of them goes and then they end up like cutting it together and it's salt and peppers push it
0: oh baby baby yeah
1: yeah
0: i gave it a four out of ten i thought it was pretty dumb uh yeah 100
1: percent dumb Yeah. yeah for dumbness it gets a 10 out of 10 <laughs> um, but for making me laugh as hard as I did um, with the Salt and Pepper song, <laughs> yeah. it gets like a I don't know five. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, agreed, hundred percent agree. Yeah, that was because it, it was fun. And then the other one that was really fun, um, which is again another All Star cast of thousands, yeah, was um, General Motors. So they yeah, did Doctor Austin Evil. Powers. Um, yeah. Com- Dr. E.
0: This, this is this is what I wrote. Uh, kind of funny, good throwback, tad too quick. Not a hundred percent clear what was happening. Six out of ten.
1: Okay, I thought it was a hundred percent clear what was happening. They were going fully electric. Oh wait, no, hang on, hang on. That was the um, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. one. Uh, that was Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger one. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, it maybe was really it quick clear. and
1: it was really fast.
0: I had to watch it two or three times, and I was like, what, "What's what's going on?" Because you're just like in Austin
1: Powers mode, and yeah. Anyway, I thought it was fun. Six out of ten. Yeah, it was fun, and yep. you know, because Scotty still doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. So that, that's That's the ones, that's the ones yep. that
1: stood out to me um, for very various reasons, and now I want to hear the ones that. That you wrote down cool things about that didn't make that list.
0: Okay, so the Amazon one is Scarlett Johansson at home and Alexa is reading her mind and reading her and her partner's oh,
1: minds. is that who that is? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah,
0: and look, it gets a 10 I out of 10. Uh, I gets 10 out of 10 because I could watch Scarlett Johansson doing anything, so 10, right? Uh, number two, I thought that, that was thought- yawn. Yeah, it was pretty lame. It was pretty lame. Yawn. i <laughs> us uh, straight on. I think BMW tried hard, but and almost got there, but they missed with their. Oh, the Army Sal- one. Yeah, so Salma Hayek and Arnold Schwarzenegger are playing Greek gods, and they yep. retire to California, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger getting annoyed because he's Zeus and he's he keeps he's struggling with everything and he keeps having to. Um, give like little lightning bolts to people's powered stuff to help them like to his neighbors and stuff and he's getting really annoyed uh it was almost fun um i did like the bit though at the end where they where arnold sings electric avenue i thought that was that was funny uh walk down to electric avenue so arnold singing is always funny and so i gave it a six and a half out of ten
1: i didn't mind uh, that
0: yeah, I didn't mind it. Didn't, didn't mind it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. God, she's hot, isn't
1: she? She's really held she's, up really well.
0: <laughs> oh, she's, she's a deadly, deadly lady. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next one I wrote I uh, wanted to talk about was the Budweiser ad. Now, Budweiser i have got like three or four in here, but this, specifically just the straight Budweiser ad. It was called A Clydesdale's Journey. It was an injured oh, yeah. Clydesdale who gets better then runs around to a rock and tune that was my summary yeah that's that gets better then runs around to a rock and tune the tagline is in the home of the brave down never means out score four out of ten terrible not like terrible so bad um i really i think this is probably my favorite of the bunch this next one uh hang on experience. hang on
1: hang on before we move on you yep. know that that horse and dog thing is part of like a long running thing.
0: Don't care. It's like so, it's just bad. And com- yeah, no I wrote down. Like- I wrote
1: down horse, dog. What? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is part of a like like they've been doing this horse and dog thing for years. So it's like it's a theme. Without yeah, that wow. context, it makes even less sense. <laughs>
0: And look, obviously, yeah. their Budweiser are obviously going for the, you know, the, you know, it's the patriotic America kind of vibe. Yeah, I was going to say what Boom is. <laughs> yeah, it's just like super American and, yeah, obviously not interesting to anyone, yeah. to anyone else, right? Okay, so 4 out of 10, moving on. The next one, and I thought, I think this one's the best of the bunch. Right, this is the number one ad out of the bunch that we watched. And, uh, just, and we will put a link to this article in the show notes with all the um, with all the the Super Bowl commercials we've watched. Um, so the Expedia ad with you and McGregor. No, oh, no, I didn't like that at all. But yeah, carry on. I really liked it. You and McGregor is up, is what this is my summary. You and McGregor walking through holiday places, talking direct to camera, right. So it's not like the most creative ad you've ever seen, but I really liked the copy, like the the dialogue. It was good without being super pretentious. Um, and he says things like, you know, we won't regret not buying a thinner television, or or these kind of things. And the tagline is "Save more on the things that matter." I gave it an eight out of ten. Ewan McGregor is the best. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it was great um anything else oh Mm. i i just like this one because i liked my summary right it's for like a cleaning (laughs) product right like a a body wash called irish spring right this is this is my this is my summary normal dude arrives at weird irish linen forest cult (laughs) who don't like bad smells they wash they wash him He is now a member of the Irish Linen Forest Colt. Score six out of ten.
1: Irish Linen Forest (laughs) Colt. I'm sure that's exactly the vibe they were going for. They went to their creative agency and they said, give me Irish Linen Forest Colt, please.
0: So I'm giving that a seven out of ten just for like shits and giggles because it was pretty funny. Um, Yeah,
1: that was, that was weird.
0: Uh, and, and, uh, I, I did Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd did an ad for Lays, the, the chips. Uh,
1: yeah, um, they did. Seth
0: Rogen, Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen is getting married. Seth Rogen marries a daily woman. It's kind of funny. Six and a half out of 10. Those guys are just funny, right? They're just, they're just funny. And then I, I'll finish off with the Squarespace ad. Cause obviously that's big in my world. I've built a ton of Squarespace websites. And it was totally on brand, spot on. It's Zendaya, or Zendaya, however you say her her name. Uh, Zendaya sells seashells with Andre 3000 voiceover. Lovely, colorful, nice score, six six and a half out of 10. That's the Super Bowl ads. Well done, Karma, well done me. Um, We probably have more marketing things to talk about, but go watch Super Bowl ads. It's always fun to see what the biggest, most expensive ads in the world are. are doing yeah um, on to our yeah. second big hit right so facebook has hit let's say a big bump in the road <laughs> they had their first ever drop in daily users and um they shared about 200 billion in market value in a day Um, Mm. this, this, this is, this is really interesting, dude. Tell me about your thoughts on this. Facebook is your world. Um, what did you think?
1: Well, I mean, that is a massive drop for a day, isn't it? It's just, it's almost, we're not completely unprecedented, unprecedented, but it's almost unprecedented. And, uh, you know, I think this, this whole um, Facebook's come to the end of the road thing is peak Facebook. Um, Have we hit peak Facebook? That is the question. Oh, uh, like Facebook, probably yeah. I think so. Um, Meta, I don't think they're down and out yet. Um, Correct. Uh, well said. I
0: think it's well said. That's well said.
1: But uh, I think you know the, the, it's not a it's not a coincidence. It's about users. Um, if, if Meta as a company can't attract more users to, or at least keep growing users to its products, um, then it's going to be, it's, it's going to be hard for it to stay on top. I mean, so far in the, what, 16 years or 20 years or whatever that it's existed. And, you know, it's, it's outlasted a lot of challenges from cool new platforms that have taken some share, but haven't really um you know taken over um but that remains to be seen so you know they're coming out with new products which like this the metaverse and the oculus and all that kind of stuff um you know hopefully that gets them some some new some new blood because you can't have a stagnating audience when you are meta and you can't have an aging and dying audience and you can't have an audience who's turned their back on you because they don't trust you um because you stop making money serving ads to them. So, it's very interesting, um, you know, it, how, do they, how are they going to address that and stay relevant? So, it's huge, huge news.
0: I think that this is a correction. I think that the idea that Facebook has to continue to grow forever is a mistake like that's an error right so they don't have to grow at the pace they've grown forever to be still be a valuable platform right i think the, the fact that twitter is still going right is is a great example of that there's plenty of of market share out there um facebook though this is a serious correction and and it needed to correct. It needs to correct, right? Um, can they evolve into new platforms? We will see with the metaverse. But I think it's a mistake to write off Facebook. They're still got billions of users, and that that in that in itself is a very very valuable um, platform. And and this is just a correction. Um, and I think there is plenty of room for many social media platforms. It, we don't have to just... The idea that we need to have one is, is silly. Um, there's... You can have... People can support multiple platforms. And, yeah, that's my thoughts. What do you think on that?
1: Yeah, people can obviously and do generally have more than yeah. one social media platform that they use on a regular or semi-regular basis. The problem is if you're if you're one of the platforms, is that you need the advertising dollars to be able to innovate and make cool things. For Mark Zuckerberg to pay for his um, shift into the metaverse, mm. um, which is very expensive, he needs people to stay on, the plat- on his platforms, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp, Oculus. Um, And so that advertisers use his platforms to reach people so that he can put that money into development. What happens when you split your um, social media platform use is marketers notice and they start diversifying their media buyers across platforms and Facebook and then therefore Meta Get less uh, advertising revenue, and then it it either slows or you know changes the way that they march forward into the metaverse. By no accounts is he poor, so yeah. you know it's fine for now. Yeah. What he doesn't want this to be is a trend. Yeah. Um. If it's a correction, yes. fine. You know, that's that's great. It's survivable yeah, if, if it's a trend. So
0: if trend. has 2.9 billion monthly active users. If they drop to 2 billion, like let's say they lose a third of their users, right? And they can then level it out at 2 billion, let's say, right? They're still the most valuable advertising platform on the globe. <sighs> For right? now. So, so, yeah, yeah. But if they can, I, I think everyone needs, it's just the market will need to correct, Facebook's size will need to correct... They, they, the growth can't go on forever. So, um, yeah, yeah I mean, sure. super interesting. It, I think, I think TikTok's uh, going to be a huge platform for youth. Um, and yeah, uh, uh super interesting. Super interesting.
1: It's, it's it, the other thing that plays into this is it's not just the drop in users. Mm. Um, like as someone who uses Facebook ads every day, yes, um, it's, so, so okay. So, if it's a if it's a uh, correction, fine. If it becomes yeah. a trend, bad. Um, yeah. Add to add that another layer onto that of tracking since iOS since the yeah. iOS update, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and also this attribution, this seven only the seven day attribution window. So. Yeah already it's getting harder, you know, in the beginning things were impossible to track and then they got so easy to track and so easy to pinpoint down to the most minute and granular targeting. A mm-hmm. lot of those micro targeting options have been removed for privacy reasons. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's just a fact they have, yep. and mm-hmm. the tracking isn't as good as it was. So when people are seeing, you know, if they used to get a six return on ad spend, and now they're getting a three. They're starting to, that adds to the bigger picture of, oh, well, okay, maybe we need to try other platforms.
0: Yep. So it's
1: not just the drop in users that is going to make advertisers more uh, wary of spending money on Facebook. It gets hard. It's it hard mm. to target your users, it gets hard to track. There's all the bans. You know, your ad account gets banned, your business manager gets restricted, whatever it is. You know, your Instagram account gets hacked and you can never get it back again. Like, so all of these things add up, especially in a client's mind, to, oh, this is too hard now. We're going to look at other platforms. So that forces the media buyers to either, you know, learn, learn media buying on a new platform, which is really not an issue. It's fairly the same across most of them. Um, and, you know, rejig their social media advertising budget. So that's what's, that's what's the problem you know it's not just the in users it's the whole it's the whole picture 100 percent, perfectly said i cannot
0: add to that it's just spot on <laughs> spot on um all right on to our album cut section where we go through some smaller stories that definitely need a comment but not a deep dive uh number one is spotify and joe rogan uh i think this yeah. has been fascinating joe rogan and spotify are learning the hard way and there is no other way to learn this what it's like to be a giant publisher right this is what happens when you're a giant publisher if you start spouting uh interesting and uh, sorry not interesting if you start spouting questionable information right at scale like at a global scale you're gonna hear about it, and there's gonna be controversy, and you're gonna have to change your ways because just spouting it on some little podcast to your 100,000 listeners, no big deal. To a global audience, now you're in big publisher world, and you can go start talking to the New York Times, and CNN, and you know national publishers of countries like the ABC News here in Australia, or you know whatever Sweden's you know uh, national publisher is and and you're in a whole different ball game now so um i thought joe rogan handled it okay he said they made an error they're changing their ways i'm happy to see people change their ways and try to get better uh and so yeah that that's where i'm at with it where are you at with this spotify joe rogan world
1: look i mean i think we need to mention it but i don't want to give it any more time than um i don't really want to give him any more time anywhere um, yep. But what I did want to point out that I think is the most, like, interesting part of this whole thing mm. is that musical artists have to fight so hard to get anything from Spotify. Yeah. Uh, like, their cost per plays and stuff is, uh, I don't know the number, but it's not much. It's, it's in it's in the cents, not the dollars. Um, yep. And then they paid this guy, mm-hmm. what, 100 Mill? I don't know, I can't remember what it was. Yep. I don't yep. know the numbers. But the they don't seem fair when the platform uh, is, you know, built on the premise of being about sharing music. Um, and I know that obviously podcasts are huge, so I don't know, I think they bought themselves a headache. But, if, but I do agree that, you know, this is the same argument people have about Facebook all the time. Are they a publisher? Um, are they responsible no, for are. the content no, on are. their platform? Um, should they be censoring that content or do they let the audience decide what they want to listen to? And this this argument will go on on every platform in the world.
0: I think they 100% are a publisher. Again, it's about scale. If you wrote a conspiracy theory on a piece of paper and, like, tied it to a tree down at the park, no one would care, right? But because you're operating at scale... And the audience is so big, then then you're going to start having some issues and you're going to start
1: have, you're going to be acting like a publisher. Um, and the difference with your tree like analogy and the piece of paper and the tree analogy is that no one's coming after the tree. Everybody in that scenario can understand that you wrote that on the piece of paper and put it on the tree. <laughs> that's the whole okay. That's the whole argument, you know. No, Spotify... Is it the tree's yeah. fault?
0: Well, it's the park. Then it becomes... No, it's, is it the park's fault? And See? If, if, if a billion people came to that park, then yes, it is the park's fault. Then the park would have to take action. And it's a question of scale. I think welcome to the jungle, Spotify, because you guys want to play in the big, the big pond. This is the big pond. This is what happens at scale with, with media. Uh, and you can't be spouting crap that's that's ridiculous to that many people. All right, so that's Spotify, Joe Rogan. Love to hear any listeners' thoughts on that. Please hit us up with an email. Um, and I will say quietly, as a musician, right, who played in bands for many years, Spot, and Spotify not paying musos anything or much per stream, I'm not sure that it's, I don't really care that Spotify is not paying uh, musicians as much or per stream, um, I don't I don't really see, like, if Joe Rogan has millions of listeners, then Spotify pays him $100 million. If you're, you know, Prince and you've built millions of followers and millions of fans, and then Spotify needs to pay Prince 100 million for his music. Like, I don't really get the, I don't think it's a, a comparison point for me. All right, Instagram news feeds, uh, they are adding back a chronological feed. Um, I loved chronological feeds as a news junkie. Loved wanting. I wanted my feeds in order. Um, I didn't really care so much about news that happened yesterday, and that still is a bit of, a bit of a problem for me in my my um, my Facebook news feed. I don't. I still don't think there's enough recency bias uh, in a lot of my news feeds. Even though you know Facebook should have figured that that out by now. Uh, so interesting move from Instagram to to bring back a chronological feed option what did you think
1: Uh, yeah so I mean I have had for a while on my mobile Facebook app an option you know three options for my news feed and I've got to tell you the the recent one the one that says recent on it is the worst one Mm. Yeah, it is the worst feed. Yep. Like it has the most absolute junk in it. Yep. So I mean, I know everybody want thinks they want a chronological news feed. Um, I don't know how many people will use it, but uh, I agree with it you, hundred percent. It is what people wanted, so good on them for listening. They probably should have done it when people cared more about their news feed. I think people watch reels and. Stories and don't really scroll their newsfeed in the same way that they yeah. did when they cared about the chronological newsfeed. Um, mm. But this will make some people happy, and um, I don't have it yet, so I haven't seen what it looks like. So if anybody has it, send us some screenshots because I'd love to have a little nosy. Um, but yeah, I don't see. I mean, I, I probably would use it just to check it out. But I'm not your typical social media user, so whether it's gets wide uptake or not remains to be
0: seen. I 100% agree with you. Everybody thinks they want a chronological. They don't. They don't. People don't know what they want. What they want is relevant content. That's what they care yep. about. Not not recent mm-hmm. content. Um, cool. Our last our next album cut is. Uh, from a little while ago, but I still think it needed a mention. Uh, Lush, the large makeup brand, they quit social media. Um, Interesting move for a company of their size. Um, The quote we've got here from the article is, it's not the first time the brand known for its scented soaps and bath bombs uh, has stepped back from social media in 2019. Its online presence disappeared for nine months, encouraging customers to engage with the brand in-store using, and using hashtags. Lush's socials were removed. The outbreak of COVID, however, left the marketing arm with little choice but to re-engage. Oh, crawling back on hands and knees. Uh, what, did you th- what, what did you think it is?
1: That's, that quote confuses me because what, how would you engage using hashtags if they're not on social media? Because you
0: can still use the
1: hashtags and, and yeah, but who's looking post at so who's them? looking at the hashtags then? Users. Oh, so you go hashtag Lush. Oh, I'm going to go see people's photos of Lush. Yes, yes, I guess, absolutely. I, I guess so. I don't know. I feel like when people want to look for brand stuff, they go to the account. Or Lush. Well, like people
0: want to see Lush reviews, how people using it, how does it look, how does it work, how how people other people yeah. using the product, blah, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. And you could do it, and you so you can look at the hashtags, to to see. Yeah, I mean, of course you
1: can. I just don't know that people do that with whatever. Oh, look, I mean, I guess at that, at that scale, at that scale, people are th- people, one hundred percent are. Okay, so you get to see someone in the bath, encourages encouraging customers to engage with the brand in store and using hashtags. But you can't engage with the brand using hashtag if they're not on social media. Anyway, maybe I'm just missing the point of the. Quote, um, Mm. I think I'm missing the point of their whole stance. (laughs) If they quit social media to because it's not safe, was that what it was? Because they had a reason, it was like, it was like because it's, um, oh, we would not ask customers to meet us down a dark and dangerous alleyway. Social media is beginning to feel like a place no one should be encouraged to go. Oh, okay, (laughs) well. I don't know what kind of accounts you follow, but I wouldn't call social media in general like a dark alleyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird. It's weird.
0: The entire. T-